Hi, friends. Welcome to Scene Podcast. I'm your host, Chastin Harmon, here with tools to navigate business as an Indigenous girl in a modern world. Here we talk of all things solopreneurship and monetizing on your terms in ways that are sustainable and make you shudder with pleasure. This is a creative playground, an audacious dreaming container, a space where we garden our dreams together. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, a few quick notes before we jump in. Actually, this might not be so quick, but here we go. (laughs) So this next series of podcasts, the next three podcasts, are more content colonic podcasts. And if you don't know what the content colonic is, get into the Scene Collective Digital Portal and watch the content colonic module because it is a challenge that helps you get your work out in the world. Why? Because your work cannot help people and cannot make people money hiding in the dusty confines of your journals and digital devices. So the Content Colonic Challenge is designed to help you clear those backlogs. That's right. Let it go. Get it out into the world. Release it. It feels so good. The first Almost nine episodes of this podcast have been content colonic episodes that I've recorded in the past and have just been hiding on my computer waiting for me to press, publish, and release. And the longer I wait, the longer it takes for you to get the goods. So this podcast was recorded last fall, October 2022. And so just a couple notes to update you. So this podcast is the introductory video for the launch of the Scene Collective Digital Portal, which launched earlier this month, which was supposed to launch last fall, which is why I started talking about it then. But I got sick And the holidays happen and life happened. And here we are launching in March of 2023. And I say that to let you know that you guys, it is okay to change your plans. It is okay to change your mind. It is okay to change with the changes in your business. I am learning as I go. And you guys will be learning as you go. And that is okay. You are not letting anyone down. And if you are letting people down, then they are not creating space for you and your humanity. Okay? This is how we create space for us and our humanity. So this podcast is the introductory video to the Scene Collective Digital Portal. It's introducing my one-on-one deep dive 12-month mentorship program in addition to the monthly membership group learning digital portal where we learn in community together because this is not a solo journey. We are on this journey together. So in this video, I talk about why scene, 
Why seen? Why my program is called seen? Why seen matters in life and in business, especially for Black women. So did you know that being seen is one of the top three human fears next to death and moving house? So being seen, being witnessed is high nervous system reactivity for humans at a baseline level. And now think about what being seen means as a Black person, as a Black woman. Our historical relationship with the dangers around being seen. So if being seen is scary at a baseline human level, and then you add the social racial component on top of it, you better believe our nervous systems freak out when it comes time to be seen. And when you have a business, when you are endeavoring in solopreneurship, and you have a business, being seen is the number one requirement. And that's the work that we do in my one-on-one mentorship program. That's the work that we do in the group learning digital portal, establishing safety in seen. So there is safety in sales. So you can tap in to your reciprocal exchange. So you guys, the portal is launched. It's finally launched. It's been a labor of love. I'm running a 45 free trial, a 45 day free trial. I don't know long how long I'm gonna be running it. So get in now while it's available to you. I also talk about how I was about to launch the workshop that I held at the top of the year, Activating Your Reciprocal Exchange. All the replays for that workshop in the portal. All the replays for the workshop the year before, alive, activating your audacious dreams in the portal. All of the recorded content, videos, rest shops, sovereign studies, liberatings, because I'm not using the words workshops anymore, or in doing my best not to, not to use the word workshops, trainings. We are doing sovereign studies, we are doing liberatings, and we are doing rest shops from here on out. And every single one that I record lives in the portal. And if you join, you have access to that for the rest of your life because this is a marathon, this is not a sprint, and we are in it together for the long haul. Okay, a couple more things. So I reference in the podcast uh, a class that I was taking at the time called the Shame Clinic with facilitator David Bedrick. And I went on to enroll in his facilitator program, which I am currently in the middle of. It's a year-long program around facilitating unshaming and the unshaming process. And the reason why unshaming is so important in this work for us is because we have an internalized colonizer, an internalized oppressor that rules with shame, which means once it's internalized, that means we rule ourselves through shame. And we learn that from our parents, from our models, who learned how to rule themselves and others with shame. It is an epidemic that we keep on passing down and down and down and down and down. All of this started 
with the white man's internalized shame that then gets tangibly manifested as violence and greed against others. So unshaming the human experience is crucial. I also took another program. I got coaching certified with the Ethical Coaching Collective. I got trained in change work, how to change the brain, which is also the body. When I talk about the brain, I talk about the body, how to reprogram the brain, how to reprogram the body quickly so we can deprogram, so we can decolonize ourselves and move into our deepest, fullest, wholest expression and safety in scene, which leads to safety in sales. You guys, I am here for your coin because we have been in an extractive capitalist system since indentured servitude, since slavery. We have yet to know what reciprocal exchange feels like and cultivating and tapping into reciprocal exchange is what this program is about and that demands safety in scene and that's why scene. So I'd say that to say, I named my prices in the video, but they have since increased because my investment in myself, my body, my education, my brain has increased. I know so much more now than I knew six months ago. And you will benefit from those teachings in this podcast and the portal and one-on-one. And I am honoring myself and my reciprocal exchange by increasing my prices. So to work with me one-on-one used to be $3,333. And as a matter of fact, if you had a consult session with me, if you booked a freebie session with me prior to the end of the year, you love locked in that rate. So anytime you want to start your one-on-one mentorship with me, I will honor that rate of $3,333. If you have not booked a freebie with me before that point and you're interested in one-on-one, it is now $5,555. And I know that may sound like a lot of money, but get this. When you think about and add up all of the money that you have paid to white men to indoctrinate you through the educational systems... Put that next to $5,000 and then say that is a lot of money to pay to a black woman to learn how to make money for the rest of your life. It is not a lot of money. It is a steal. That being said, it is my goal to make this work accessible, as accessible as possible, which is why I created the Scene Collective Digital Group Learning Portal because it's only $77 a month. And you guys, that $77 goes towards the mentorship program. If you want to upgrade at any any point and work with me one-on-one. So the $77 you pay every month will go against the balance. I want to make this as easy as possible for you. So you can work with me for as little as 77 a month. And in the group learning digital portal, you get access to all of my teachings, all of the replays. You get access to me and my brain live once a month for the group coaching calls. You get access to all the live workshops, sorry, rest shops 
it takes repetition to reprogram the brain, which we're going to be learning. So bear with me here because I'm going to be getting repetitive. Rest shops, liberatings, sovereign studies, you get access to those live as they come and the replays as they go. And you get access to unlimited coaching from me in the group portal. You can ask a question anytime and I will respond. Take advantage. We are so programmed and primed to want to do it on our own, to want to figure it out on our own. That's our trauma. We are social communal creatures. We require holding. Even plants need the earth to hold them so they can grow. Think of my mentorship program, my group learning portal is the earth that holds you while you grow. And this is your chance to allow yourself to be held. I feel really passionate about this because I too want to do everything alone. I too have a hard time asking for help. I too have a hard time letting myself be held. And that is the trauma. And we reprogram through repetition. So now in this very second is your opportunity to practice being held, to practice not carrying it all on your own. You deserve support. You are designed for support. You are designed to be resourced. You are designed to be witnessed, to be seen, to be held. And so from this point forward, I want you to think of this world, this community, my offerings seen as the earth from which your garden grows. Okay, here's the introduction video. I hope you like it and I'll see you on the other side. Hi, welcome to scene 2.0. <laughs> you guys, this digital portal has been a long time coming. So if I experience a lot of vocal bursts today, that is why. I want to start by talking to you about why seen. I want to give you a little deep dive into the program so you can understand more about what it entails. This is the beginning of a lifelong journey that we are going to be on together. And I'm so excited about it. Why? Because, you guys, we are not meant to be journeying alone in any context. We so, 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 so badly want to be individual thinking creatures, but we are, in fact, social feeling creatures first. And my program is called Seen because being seen is an innate core 
human need that we don't talk about enough. And we need to talk about it more because it's not only our single core human need, it's also our one in three top fears. <laughs> so there was on uh, the first day of grad school at Yale School of Drama, um, our teacher told us about a study that was done that showed that if you, it doesn't matter if there's one person in front of you or 200,000 people in front of you expecting you to speak, expecting you to perform, expecting you to answer, expecting you to say something. It doesn't matter the context. But if you're expected, if there's an expectation of you to deliver something and there's an audience, whether it be one or 200,000, the adrenaline that's coursing through your veins in the fear of that expectation is equivalent to that of an astronaut taking off into space. So this is useful information in drama school, right? Because they were basically saying in our time here, all of our time here is going to be to help you lessen that high reactivity to seeing, to being seen, to being witnessed. It's a core, core human need and a core, core human fear. And that, again, is one of the greatest paradoxes of life right there next to grief and love. That grief and love cannot exist without each other. So let's just take a second to drop that in. I just finished, well, I still have one more module to do, but I've been taking a course called the Shame Clinic um, with Simone Soul and David Pedrick, I think his last name is. If I mess that up, I'll get it right in the show notes, I promise. Um, and in that course, we learned that the opposite of shame is loving witness, which is seeing, which is healthy version of seeing, loving witness. Seeing, loving witness, being witnessed is essential to our health, to our expression, to our existence to our thrival as humans, because seeing is the seed, the starting point for connection. And we are social beings first, which means we need connection. It's mandatory. We require it. We demand it in order to thrive. So that's how scene plays out for us on a social level. And when you look at how scene plays out on a professional level, connection that we talk about that we get socially, it's the same dynamic of connection that creates reciprocal exchange in business. If you think about it, it's the exact same relational formula as two lovers coming together and getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And finally they come together. There's a energetic exchange 
and a transformation happens and something new is birthed out of that. It's the exact same dynamic in business. That reciprocal exchange, the exchange of money, a healthy, mutually beneficial exchange happens in this moment of connection. And connection happens when this chemistry is created, this eros, this activation energy where two entities start to feel drawn to each other, drawn to each other, and then they consensually decide to merge. It's the same as in love as in business. That's why I'm always saying love is business. Love is business. Love is business. And so you can't spark the seed for connection for that reciprocal exchange without the scene. So this is where scene comes into play in our business. It's so crucial in our business. You cannot have business without scene. That's why my business mentorship program is called scene. Because you cannot have a business without scene. People cannot buy from you if they don't see you, if they don't know that you, whatever your product, whatever your service is available to them. And it's directly tied to our personal relationship with seeing because our personal relationship with seeing is going to determine how easily we can show up in our business and seeing how we show up in our personal life and seeing is going to determine how we can show up in our business and seeing. So it's all connected. There is no love and connection without seeing. There is no money, which is ethical, good economics, reciprocal exchange, not extractive, which we'll talk about in a second, without seeing. The third reason why I named my program Seen is because in this world where whiteness has been centered for so long, there is no more invisible group on this planet than Black women and Indigenous women. (laughs) But I specifically work with Black women, so I'm going to talk specifically to the Black experience the black the experience of the black diaspora but specifically to the african american experience because that's the experience that i can speak directly to there is not one black woman that i have encountered in my life that has said to me confidently i feel seen by the world We are underrepresented, undervalued, underserved. We are here in other people's minds to build on, not to support or nurture or nourish or thrive. I did a workshop at the top of last year. Alive, Activating Audacious Dreams. I'm doing another one at the top of this year. Alive, Activating Your Reciprocal Exchange. I haven't launched it yet, but it's coming and I'm very excited about it. 
in a live activating audacious dreams when i tell you it was like no one had ever gotten a group of black women into a room before and asked them what their dreams were we have been trained and conditioned since the day our ancestors bodies were stolen for free labor 500 years ago we have conditioned we have been conditioned to be of service to the white man's dream, which means that we cannot be seen. One of the things that makes it so hard to be seen in relationship is that you can't see the other person or the other entity or the other body for who they really are if you're subscribed to your projection of them. If you're subscribed to them being what you need them to be in your story. And so if in relation to white people and white bodies and everything white, we need to be in service to them and their dreams, we can never be seen in our true power. We can never be seen in our true gifts. We can never be seen in our true wisdom. That's why I believe fully and wholeheartedly that we should only be taught and mentored by white bodies if those white bodies have been vetted. They've done their decolonial work. They've done their ancestral healing work. They know how to give credit where credit is due and they have been vetted. Luckily, there are a lot of those people out there. They're out there. Find them. But other than that, we're not the ones who should be being taught. We're the ones who should be teaching. And the reason that we're not teaching is because we have been unseen for so long that we have lost the confidence and the knowledge that we have to bring to the table. I wouldn't even say we've lost the confidence and the knowledge. I think we're pretty confident of the knowledge that we have to bring into the table. We've lost confidence that anyone will listen or care. And we damn sure ain't about to (laughs) go to that extra legwork to be like, no, you have to listen, you have to care. No, we're going to be resting and taking naps while you guys figure it out. We're going to be in this space, gardening our dreams while they figure it out. So this program is designed to see the Black female experience specifically as it relates to business. And I'm already starting to get emotional. I'm going to get emotional here. This is important. So listen. We talk about healing all the time, but we don't talk enough about what we are healing. It is a business worth money wound. It is a seeing, loving, witness wound. 
We are healing the wound that happened the day our ancestors' bodies were stolen for free labor. We have been in an extraction era for 500 years. Our bodies, our spirits, our cultures have been extracted from us. And our bodies, our spirits, our culture has been stolen to serve a white man's dream for 500 years. Our bodies don't know yet what it is like to be in the presence of loving witness as it exists in this world. Our bodies don't know yet what it feels like to sit in our reciprocal exchange right now as it exists in this world. And while, yes, that is something to grieve and that we will grieve, it is also something to celebrate because knowing that sparks the sensorial curiosity in our bodies and our minds of what does it feel like? to be seen in loving witness? What does it feel like to be held in reciprocal exchange? What are the ingredients that make that possible? It's an opportunity. It's the beginning of the story. It's not the end. That's why seen, that's why this program, that's why this container The second the colonizer said, hey, we don't like what we see. We don't like how you are. Don't be like you. Be like us. We lost our loving witness. We lost the stewardship of our own gifts. We lost the sovereignty of our own dreams. And the big con is, is that for most of the Black diaspora, the white man has convinced them that their dream is the white man's dream. And that's the thing that breaks my heart the most. Because this is my philosophy in this container, in this space, in this work. Every industry that exists in Western culture is abusive. They are rooted in abusive structures. They have been developed and grown from a blueprint of an abusive structure. It is, we are, we are similar to the diamond is to the wedding industry. Abusive work structures is to our human relationship with work. 
it's not innately the way it has to be. It's how we've made it. Our work structures don't have to be abusive. Not only are they abusive, but they are specifically designed to keep us disempowered. Why? And you can fight me on this. Education at the highest level across the board, education still only teaches you to work for. If you go to business school, you might learn the whole piece of the puzzle, but still at business school and the highest level, they teach you how to work for. That is the big con. That is the big sell. That is the big lie. That we pay so much money and put so much time into our education to learn our own disempowerment. Creating the work is one piece of the puzzle of reciprocal exchange. You create the work and then you sell the work. That's the whole other part of the puzzle that they're not teaching us, that they're not telling us. Why? Because brilliantly, when we get out of our highest education, they're right there to be like, oh, great. Thank you for creating all this amazing, super valuable work. Now let us sell it for you so we can collect the profits and we can get rich. We'll give you just enough to get by. So not only are they subjecting us to abusive learning structures, abusive works, uh, abusive, abusive learning structures, abusive work structures, they're subjecting us to not getting to keep our profits, not getting to dictate the terms of our work, how we steward our gifts, how it is represented when it meets the audience, who it is for. We give our power away by subscribing to this structure, this higher education structure. We give our power away. And we give that away because it's scary to be seen. And so it's easier to let them do the hard work of getting our work seen for us because it's scary. And so in the short term, it feels easier. But in the long term, we're getting thieved. Our money is getting stolen from us. We're getting abused. We're getting indoctrinated. We're getting misrepresented. And our souls are slowly dying. That's why this great resignation has been happening, because people's souls are slowly dying. They slowed down and they stopped. For a year in the pandemic and their bodies were like, oh, I can dream again. I can dream again. We were dreamers. We are dreamers. Creativity is nature's profession. We are creatives. That is our profession. We were meant to be out in the woods learning in the world before we got ripped from the world, which we were learning about and put into rooms with walls that block us from the world that we're trying to learn about and books to front. You want to indoctrinate and brainwash people, put them in a wall that separates them from the environment that they're supposed to be learning about so that you can feed them false information and they won't know about it. 
and you will train them, you will train them to believe that everything that you tell them is true, to look outside of themselves for all of the answers, and you won't give them any skills and any tools about self-knowing. So in this program, a lot of the work is uncovering our self-knowing and reestablishing the tools that we innately have to know self that are atrophied because we've been indoctrinated into not knowing ourselves. So scene plays at so many different levels and layers here. This is a deep, deep, deep journey. So I want to start by talking about the origins of the fear of seeing. Because we know this study that it's a fear. Why is it such a fear? Well, when we go back to the primal brain, we know about the primal brain, that it is the fight or flight, the fight or flight, the fight or flight. And so we pick up this stimuli that helps us discern, are we safe or are we not? So in our primal days, seeing literally represents Life or death, safe or not. If you're seen and the thing that is seeing you is a predator, is a threat, death. If you're seen and you're being seen by a friend, life. And so every time we hear the word seen or every time we risk seeing, we step into being seen. Our primal brain is automatically, and it's automatic, we can't control it. It's doing that calculation of, am I safe or am I dead? Am I safe or am I dead? We cannot control this. What we can do is evolve the thought patterns in the social part of our brain. Because we have the primal part of our brain and we have the newer part of the brain with it, which is the social part of our brain. And the social development in the brain is what took seeing from actual physical life or death to social life or death. Are you accepted? Which means life, community, pack, acceptance, safety. Are you rejected? Which means isolation, alone, no, con no connection, death. Sorry, one second. There's a lawnmower in the next yard and it may be loose by train of thought. So now that our social brains have evolved, it's our understanding how we can change our brain is by understanding the social risks to being seen more clearly. So we, the work that we do in this program is detaching 
your idea of being seen socially from death. Because what happens in the social dynamic is that if we don't do that work to detach, we think every time we are rejected by someone that we are risking death, that we are facing death. And that's not necessarily true. It's not true if you are rejected by someone who doesn't believe that you have the right to exist is who you are. That doesn't mean death. That means life. That means, oh, if this person doesn't love you and accept you for who you are, then that's actually harmful to you. And you should reject them for your life, thrival, and survival. But our brains compute that as that means we're going to die. That means something's bad about us. And so we have to start to understand that accepting self and being in community that allows us to be seen as our whole selves is life, is social life. And that being in company or community where we are being asked to hide parts of ourselves or abandon parts of ourselves is actually death. We've got the wires in the wrong place. We need to fear self-abandonment more than social abandonment. You understand? Because if you abandon yourself, that's your core connection. That's your core relationship, your relationship with yourself. So you can't build connection on top of self-abandonment. It's impossible. It's like trying to engage with an electronic device that doesn't have a plug and you can't plug into the wall. <laughs> it's, got, it's not there. It's not live. We need to fear self-abandonment more than we fear social rejection. And that shows up in our personal life and that shows up in our business. Because the number one thing that keeps people from moving forward in their business and building their dreams is the fear of being seen because they fear social rejection more than they fear their own self-abandonment. What would happen if you started to fear your own self-abandonment more than you fear social rejection? You would show up every day. That was the turning point for me. <laughs> I started to fear self-abandonment 
more than being socially rejected. And the kicker is the more I saw and accepted myself and was and was willing to reveal myself, the more accepted I actually was. Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown, that is a great book that really outlines why we are safer in our unique individual expression and the collective illumination of our each of our individual expressions than we are in conforming. Because conforming is spiritual death. And conforming in business is financial death. <laughs> And we're here to get you paid. We're here to talk about business, finances, and get you paid. And people can't pay you if they don't see you. If they don't see you, see you, understand you, understand your offer, and feel that connection. And one of the biggest things that makes people in business feel so highly reactive to being seen is not just the threat of social rejection. Not just social rejection, but feeling like they can't show up as their true authentic selves. So if in order to have business, in order to have reciprocal exchange, you need to be seen. And if you know about marketing, this will be a repetition for you. But if you're new to marketing, this is when we talk about a lot in this container. In marketing, Research shows that it takes eight times minimum for someone to see something for them even to register that it exists, not even to know what it is, not even to start to develop a deep, intimate relationship with it where they can start to get make a buying decision with it and get closer and closer to making a buying decision. But literally just like it's on the radar. I recognize that there's a thing that's happening. I'm not honed in on all the details yet. Eight times. And so you need eight of those to help people through a buying decision. So you need to be sharing the thing that you're trying to sell 30, 40 plus times. And if you're highly reactive to being seen, that is a direct recipe for burnout. So that's why in my program, we work on building your resilience to seeing. And like I said, most people are highly reactive because they feel like they can't show up as they are for a variety of reasons. Either it's, I don't feel safe enough to show up as I am. I feel like there's so many shoulds about industry standards and what's appropriate. Most people would never start a podcast by pulling audios on their phone. Most people are like, oh no, I need the perfect setup and the perfect mic and the perfect thing and the perfect visual and the perfect editor and graphics and a perfect sound, a perfect thing. So many people get stopped by the shoulds and they feel pressure to show up as something other than they are some in a way that does not feel authentic. And then when you get to the point where you start to show up as your authentic self, then you have to deal with how other people respond to you when you decide to take up more space. 
So there's so many complex layers in this concept of seeing as it relates to business, as it relates to our lives. And when you add on to it, the fact that culturally we have been taught and conditioned, like I said, that our knowing is outside of ourselves. That's the thing that breaks my heart the most because then we become reliant on other people seeing us in order for us to be able to see ourselves. Let me say that one more time. We become reliant on other people seeing us and being re- being able to reflect us back to ourselves for us to really see and understand ourselves. And that shows up personally in like, well, God, I wish they just knew. I wish they just knew that I like this. I wish they just knew that I wanted this, that I didn't have to ask, that I didn't have to tell them, that I didn't have to say, hey, this is important to me. And then we demonize the having to ask as if that means something is wrong with the relationship. The having to ask for your needs, the knowing yourself, that's actually the healthy version of that dynamic. We haven't been taught that. We don't know that. We haven't even been given all the tools and awareness that we need to be able to. We are a dissociated culture. (laughs) And this is a whole nother talk, a whole nother podcast, but they, our culture teaches five senses that solidify the narrative that we receive external stimuli that comes in and permeates our surface and then our body computes it and decides what to do with it. There's actually 21 plus senses. The five that we honor and teach are the ones that keep us in our heads. Hearing, taste, smell, touch, sense, feel, that keep us looking for things outside of ourselves. The ones that they don't teach Balance, our sense of gravity, proprioception, our relationship with the core of our body and the center of the earth, interoception, how we feel, are we hungry, or do we have a pain inside, do we have to pee? There are so many more senses that wake us up to the aliveness of the body and what our body is telling us about who we are. But those senses are so dampened and it's part of the con. It's part of the lie. They psychologically brainwash us so that they're dampened so that we have to look outside of ourselves for the answers because we don't have the sense, the sensorial ability to be like, this is me. This is what I am. This is what I'm feeling. And this is what I need. And so because we don't have the tools to identify it and to ask for it, we suffer. We suffer in our personal relationships, waiting for other people to see us and getting mad at them, having arguments with people without having arguments with people. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? You do it. And in business, it shows up in not showing up at all for our people. 
because it's like, okay, well, since you don't want to show up for me, then like, why am I going to show up for you? You don't see me and you don't understand it. Why am I going to put in the extra effort to make you understand? We have to know who we are in business so that we can let other people know who we are in business. That's the most important thing. That's why seen. That's the work that we do together. We uncover your desires, your pathways, your dreams. We go through all of the things that you're not, all the things that you don't want to be, and all the things that you are. And we give you a pathway to show up to those things, to show up in your business in a way that feels exciting for you, in a way that feels orgasmic for you. Because if you're afraid of it, if you if you keep cultivating this fear of seeing, you're never going to show up and see yourself. You're never going to show up and say, hey, this is me. This is who I am. I'm not abandoning myself. I got my back. I am going to be here and I'm going to make you listen. And you will see me because I am taking up my sacred space. Renee Brown has this beautiful quote, don't shrink, don't puff, stand your sacred ground, take up your sacred space. I love it so much, guys. In business, your business in this world is your sacred space. Your reciprocal exchange is your sacred space. If you are alive, you have a pulse. Reciprocal exchange is your birthright because you require nourishment. The human body is innately vulnerable and innately has need. It innately requires nourishment to thrive. It is your birthright. So I hope you join us inside in the program. I hope you start today because you deserve to be seen in your full expression. And the time where you wait for other people to see you first is done. This is a container where you see yourself, where you show up and say, hey, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I have to offer the world where my people at so you can activate your reciprocal exchange so you can make money on your terms so you can take up your sacred space in the world which is your birthright which is a thing that was taken from you by the white man's dream so if you want to build your business if you want to improve your personal relationships Work on your reactivity to being seen. Work your muscle of revealing yourself, of knowing yourself, of seeing yourself, and of sharing yourself. Work on your discernment skills for being able to discern who's a loving witness to share to. We're not meant to share with everybody. We need the skills of discernment to determine who is safe space to share. That discernment comes with 
picking your ideal clients in your business. Your ideal clients better be your safe space to share because if they're not safe for you, you're not going to want to open your mouth and talk to them. So that's the work that we do in this program. If you're interested, if you want to learn more, if you want to learn how it can directly apply to you and what you want to do, book a call. Let's talk. I predominantly work with creatives, artists, healers. If you're a person who right now you feel like business is scary and it's a lot and I don't think it's made for me, I don't think I'm made for it, I don't think that's my path, that is a fallacy. Listen to the I'm not built for business fallacy podcast. That is a fallacy. You are built for business. I would even argue that business is your superpower. And if you are scraping by because you're working for and you're scraping by because whoever you're working for is monopolizing all of your time and all of your creative energy and your soul and your body is not getting to express on your terms, this container is for you. You are not alone in this journey. We are all unlearning our 500 years of programming. It goes faster when we do it together. It goes faster when we do it together. It goes faster when we do it together. And even just you starting with the simplest of what's one simple action that I can take starts fueling the momentum that you need to keep leaning into new skill building. Because new skill building isn't always fun. It can be a little laborious at the start. No one likes to learn the scales before they can play the piano, but they have to. Scene and lessening your reactivity to scene is like learning the scales before playing the piano of your business. Because that's your nervous system response in your business. And burnout doesn't come from doing too much work. Burnout comes from our nervous system response, being highly reactive to everything that we're doing because it's highly reactive to being seen. And our most vulnerable state, our business is our most vulnerable state. It's wearing our heart, our hopes, our dreams outside of our chest for everyone to see. And also it's different than being an athlete. Athletes get to practice in private and then they show up for the public game. Business and business, you have to be willing to practice publicly, to experiment publicly in witness because business is about reciprocal exchange. It's about relationship. And so there is no way that you can pre-determine or pre-control the dynamic of that relationship. It is always a moving entity because whoever's on the other side is their own sovereign being. Okay, this is starting to get long-winded, but you guys, if you want to keep exploring about scene, keep listening to the podcast, get on my mailing list. I send emails every day. 
Join us under the pink peppercorn tree. I have all my favorite free or low cost resources there for mentors whose work that I've studied um, over the past seven to 10 years. I have stories of my adventures as an entrepreneur, as a multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate, solopreneur. It is business gold. You can mine this space for all of the things that you need to garden your dreams into fruition on your terms, to activate your reciprocal exchange, to make the money that you want to make on your own terms. It's $11 a month if you're not already a member. And join us in the Scene Collective. Join us in Scene 2.0. It's 12 months of support, you guys, for 12 months of support for $3,000 is wild. There is nothing out there right now where you get that kind of amazing value and support for such a great rate. You have me in your pocket helping you navigate your reactivity to scene, helping you build your business and activate your reciprocal exchange for a whole year in addition to group support, in addition to more of this amazing content that is going to help you garden your dreams into fruition. Okay, I love you. I'll see you in the garden. See you in loving witness because you, as you are with all of your imperfections, are perfect. I love you. Before we sign off, your action step for today is to sign up for the 45-day free trial for the Scene Collective. We've got two events coming up in April. The first one is called Spreading the Seed. It's April 2nd. It's our very first rest shop of how to get your work out in the world to make it feel like you're just blowing a dandelion in the wind, to make it feel like you're just throwing flower seeds, wildflower seeds everywhere. This is a rest shop where we learn how to get your work in the world, helping people in front of eyeballs. And you can join for free with the 45-day trial. So if this is your next small first step, go to plusharmor.com, click join the community, click start my free trial, and join us in the portal, friends. And we'll have a group coaching call on, I believe it is April 23rd, Sunday, April 23rd. So see you there for both of those. Excited to see you in the garden.